What's up, everyone? My name is Adam. Welcome. This is the School District Podcast. And this week, April 3rd to the 7th, is Assistant Principal Week across the country and on the podcast with episodes from assistant principals from around the country. We have Illinois, Texas, Missouri, New Jersey, Georgia, Kansas, Virginia. Virginia and an international school in Germany. I'm probably missing a couple states, but listen to all the episodes and you'll be able to uh, to tune in. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and share your favorite conversations with anyone you think would enjoy. And real quick, if you're looking for a book to read, I've written four Kids Deserve It, Run Like a Pirate, Empower Our Girls, and Teachers Deserve It. As you can imagine, they are all available on Amazon or wherever books are sold. And if you'd rather listen to the words than read them, Kids Deserve It. My first book is actually on Audible as an audiobook. And lastly, if you're looking for a keynote speaker for some professional development or a kickoff with all staff, I would love to work with you. I've given over 300 keynotes all across North America with breakout sessions, coaching, ed tech, leadership strands, you name it, and I would love to work with you. You can email me directly, adamwelcome at gmail.com or my website, mradamwelcome.com for more information about speaking and also my other podcasts and blog. Thank you for listening. Beatrice Cruz, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, so excited. April 3rd to the 7th is Assistant Principal Week across the country. And uh, finally, I got my act together this year and I had a bunch of assistant principals come on. So Beatrice, or B as a lot of people call you, um, our, our relationship's a little bit unique because we've hung out in person. I know you, I've done work in your school district, which is cool. A lot of the people that I podcast with, I've, I've never met. I just meet them in the social media world. So it's uh, extra special to uh, to have you on. I love your district, Harlingen uh, CISD down in the Rio Grande Valley. So uh, just excited to uh, get your voice on the podcast. Beatrice, for the people out there that don't know who you are, just introduce yourself and give us a little background. Sure. Well, thanks so much for having me, Adam. Yes, we love you. And we're so glad that you are part of the HCIZ family. And so now you're part of it. You can't you can't leave or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, for those that don't know me, my name is Beatrice Cruz. I am an assistant principal in Harlingen CISD at Zavala Elementary, which we always have to add on is the best school in the universe. <laughs> so that just kind of goes all together. Just, just a lot of, of pride and a lot of uh, gratefulness for being here. I've uh, been in education for about 23 years, for about 23 years, and so been able to journey within the same district, which I am really grateful for. I've um, just been able to grow a lot. So I'm just really excited to be here and to chat with you. Yeah, if you're in Texas and you want to see a really amazing elementary school, Zavala is, y'all got so many amazing things going on. Um, you know, reach out to see if, uh, see if you can connect. So you've been in um, Harlingen your entire career. You started there all the way through. Yes, exactly. I was born here, oh. uh, product of the public schools here, wow. went to college in Missouri, which was a great, I loved the Ozarks, but I really do love the Valley as well. And so um, was really grateful to be able to come back home and work in the district that uh, helped create who I am. Yeah, I love that y'all say the Valley, like I'm going to the Valley. People always, <laughs> yeah. uh, always say that. What is your best advice for someone that wants to become an assistant principal? I think the best advice is to just uh, follow your heart and don't let any naysayers turn you in any way. 
I know that um, the system of education or the world of education has changed a lot, um, but I believe in being called and, and being true to your gift. And, and when you honor that, um, yes, there's always a little bit of the, that, that noise happening, but uh, just follow your heart. And if that's where your heart's leading you, um, it's going to help you kind of get to where you're at. So um, just stay focused. And, and if being an AP is something that you feel called to do, do it with all your heart. Yeah. So what were some things that you did? I mean, you kind of started right like as an early 20s, I'm sure in Harlingen and a lot of people too, uh, kind of have been in their district their entire lives. Was there like a like an internal uh, leadership program? Uh, would you recommend people like becoming an instructional coach? What kind of leadership opportunities did you do when you were still in the classroom? Maybe you didn't know it at the time it was preparing you for this. But now that you look back, were there some things that you can kind of look back and go, oh, that right, those things right there that I did really helped me. Is there any of that, Beatrice? Oh, yes, for sure. So um, I was teaching fifth grade uh, reading. And so I was able to just kind of, well, I think it started off with my principal, my principal, um, and I've had two amazing principals and now I have my, my third who I, I support, um, but they've always been, um, they were wonderful about allowing the leadership to just organically happen. If I had an idea for something, a project, can I try this? Yeah, let's do it, B. And so that already kind of helped give me the confidence to begin kind of leading, working with teammates, working with classmates. Um, but then we had an opportunity here in Harlingen called Emerging Leaders Academy, which uh, helped uh, kind of develop some of those some of those skills needed. We were, we were able to shadow other administrators, work on a project here on our campus that we got to lead. And so then I really started seeing like, okay, I, this is what I wanna do. I can do this. I have the support of my campus, the support of my district. Um, and I and I started feeling even more confident, um, and so I think that that program right there really kind of was a good turning point for me um, uh, to be able to really see um, where I could contribute the most. And so then fast forward a couple of years, and here I am in in, in this AP role and just loving it, just loving yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's a good, it's kind of a good reminder for people that are currently teachers. If you're in an organization or a district that maybe does not have that, those programs in place, I mean, think about, think about that as, as a classroom teacher, or, or if you're an instructional coach and you're like, oh, that other district does, I'm not saying leave where you are, but look at those other opportunities because that those internal training programs and opportunities are so valuable because you don't have to pay for it. You get people that are doing the job um, and that just might, might just be something to think about because I think it really does help you kind of build uh, build your leadership capacity and it gets you ready for when you're interviewing for the job and then when you are in the office as an assistant principal. So let's shift gears. What is the biggest misconception be about what an assistant principal actually does all day long. Well, now that I'm here, I understand that. <laughs> I was a teacher, but then I became an instructional coach. And during my time as an instructional coach, I really got to see what an AP does. Um, but I think one of the misconceptions might be that it's strictly operational. All you take care of is the logistics of the campus safety the does it everything you know is the building set up is everything okay and you're in your office doing paperwork all day and so it 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 definitely is and it's you just have this unique blend of doing that but you also have this part where you get to just interact with kids 
um, support the principal. I've been finding that role very uh, fulfilling as well, especially, and I'm thankful that I have a principal who guides me and mentors me and we stop and reflect about certain things. So that's a big part of what we do as well. Um, and so just being able to get a little bit of this and a little bit of that, um, just really kind of, you get to see the beauty of the whole of the whole campus. And even in the logistics, you know, just knowing that you're able to make sure that this environment is safe for the kids and staff, it's very gratifying. So um, I think the misconception would be that I'm sitting behind that computer all day long. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you spend more time out of your office than you do probably in your office, correct? Uh, yes, I try to. I really don't get to do my office work per se till about four o'clock. Yeah. When it's which, really quiet. yeah, which I think is a really good thing. I think that's a really good misconception to talk about because I feel a lot of people that I talk to, I'll say, hey, you should get into administration and they'll tell me, well, I don't want to sit in the office all day. I don't want to do all. I don't want to just do paperwork. And I'm like, misconception, like eh, that is not what the job is. Is there some of that? Of course. But there's also so many other things that you do that you just don't get exposed to as a as a teacher. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you just get to see the other side. Uh, one of the passions that I have is working with families. And so that's one of the things I find myself doing a lot, talking to parents and, and trying to get to know the situation. And when I do that, I can support the teachers a little better. Because as a classroom teacher, I remember thinking, okay, I could talk to parents and families, but now in this role, um, you know, I do some home visits. I have parents come over. I talk to them on the phone and really get to see what's going on behind the scenes in order to support our staff. And so that's one of the things I do find myself doing a lot is talking to parents, which I absolutely love. So I'm totally fine talking to them all day long. Uh, who is someone that is on your staff that you would like to give a shout out to on the podcast, B? Um, I, I'm my principal. I, I do wanna give him a big shout out. He, um, he, uh, he was our assistant principal, now he's our principal. And so I really appreciate him always going back um, and stopping me and saying, hey, let's reflect on this decision. Or he always says, when you become a principal, think about this. So I love that he believes in me. I love that he guides me. It's very interactive. Um, our relationship is very hands-on. He'll say, come on, let's walk around the campus and let's look at these things. So I appreciate his, his eyes, things that I haven't picked up on yet. I learned from his experience. And so I just want to give Mr. Osiel Ochoa the principal from Savala Elementary, a big shout out for being awesome. Yeah, I was gonna say, Mr. Ochoa always has a smile on his face. Yes. We've uh, we've hung out a couple of times, just like smiling and grinning and just happy. And you can tell that uh, he totally loves his job. So uh, shout out for sure. Let's talk about lunch, Beatrice, because I remember when I was an assistant principal, even when I was a principal, it was so hard for me to eat lunch. Do you have any like favorite on the go items? What does lunch look like for you? Because I feel like I hear too often as admin, they go, oh, I don't eat lunch. And I'm like, that's just not acceptable. Like you need to right. fill your body up too. So do you have any ideas or creative ways that you kind of like get calories throughout the day? Yes. Yeah, so um, I actually have it with me. I drink this green juice from a local uh, shop downtown. Um, and so the, uh, a lot of energy, great energy from that shop. So I always have those in the fridge. I always have the green juice and I have our orange juice. Uh, but um, one thing I'd love to say about lunch, cause it is very easy. It could be easy to skip, um, but um, here are our leadership team. We have a group chat 
And so every day around 10, 30 or 11, we all say, how does lunch look for today? And so whether it's, it could be anywhere from 11 to one o'clock, um, but we always try to make time for lunch. And I think that's been really helpful. Even if it's 15 or 20 minutes, we come together um, and, and we, we sit down and we say, well, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. And every once in a while we do our own thing. But I'd say three out of the five days of the week, we all eat lunch together. There's four of us, the principal, AP, instructional coach, and our counselor. And so a lot of times we just talk about movies or families or the news or just something. And, and it could be 15 minutes, it could be 20. If it's 20 minutes, we are like rocking lunch. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's been something that's been really helpful for me kind of coming into this new role. Sometimes I get to catch up on things that I didn't know about um, and they help me out. Um, but it just gives us a time to just kind of refresh and reconnect and then we just keep going with the day. So um, I'd like, I wanted to mention that. It, it seems easier said than done, but we we're trying to make it a habit and it's been a good habit. So, well, I love that you said the word habit, because that's exactly what I was thinking about. And when you have a habit and when you build habits, you're more inclined and likely to do that thing because it's a habit. But I also love that you just do it. You do it as a team. So you keep each other kind of honest and accountable is not really the right word, but you just kind of support each other because because you do have to do that. And I just I talked to too many too many admin and I was one of them too, where you're just like running and running and running and running and some days are busier than others, but it's uh, it's so important to take that time. Uh, Beatrice, what is the title of your book when you write that book someday? You know, I actually do have a title. That's interesting you say that. Um, I have it, it's kind of a play on words, but it's, um, I haven't decided the number, but it's principles that principles need. You know, so just like principles that I've learned, um, not even being an administrator, but things that I kind of um, in education, right, or, you know, and it's just things that that I feel that are, are, are worthy of talking about that I think other people would, would uh, understand, um, and just principles that principals need. And now that I'm in an administrative role, I just feel like, yeah, you know what, that was true. I need that now. Um, and so that would kind of be my title. I dig it. Well, let's have another conversation about that because I can definitely uh, help you with uh, getting that book off the ground. Beatrice, if you could choose one person, alive or dead, to spend the day with who's not a family member, who would it be and why? Who would it be and why? Um, so I'm a big basketball fan, and especially in Texas, you know, we have a couple teams, but I'm a diehard Spurs fan. So I would probably pick Greg Popovich. Oh, Greg the Popovich. coach, right? Was he co coach the coach? Yeah, he's the coach. Um, he, you know, I I've read up on him, just kind of seen him in action, and and you know, you watch him. But he has this. Um, he he's he's uh, strong, very motivating, but he's also very um, familial and and builds that bond. And one of the things that I read about him is that the the the, the players do not like to leave the team. There's a low turnover. Turnover, mm -hmm. and I've always caught myself saying that here at, on my campus and at school. But when I when I remember first read about that, he has this gift about helping people find their their home and not wanting to leave. And so I've always admired that about him. So when I see him on the court, just you know, they call him Pop, like a dad. <laughs> um, you know, I would just love to know more about his like not just leadership style, but his way of drawing people in. He has a way of bringing in players from all over the world. It's very hmm. international team. So I'd love to spend the day with Coach Pop. 
That'd be cool. Well, I love that you love basketball. We love basketball in my house too. I'm sure it's been tough being a Spurs fan because they haven't won a championship in quite a while. If you want to come over and be a Golden State Warriors fan, we win a championship like every other year. We are happy to have you on our fan base, Beatrice, if you want. Cheer every once in a while for the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Yeah, no, I love it. Beatrice Cruz, make sure you go to Twitter too. It's B Cruz, H-C-I-S-D. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. Beatrice, like I said, I've hung out with her in person. Absolutely awesome human being, individual and assistant principal and somebody that everybody across the country, if you're an assistant principal or if you're an aspiring assistant principal, can learn from and should connect with. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So much fun, so much fun talking with you. Everybody listening, thank you for all that you do. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing day. Yes, thanks, Adam, so much. It was, it was a joy being here. Thank you.